Have you already registered for the live recording of episode 200 on November 30th? If not, head over to theeffectivestatistician.com and register there. If you're already on the email list, then good, you'll get that invite. Also, are you early in your career? Are you maybe a student that is uh, more advanced in the career? Then also register for the workshops that we have, the three-hour interactive fun workshops that we have to boost your career as a statistician on 1st of December. Just head over to the Effective Statistician and register there. And please tell your colleagues about it as well. You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, the weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht, Benjamin Pieske and Sam Gardner, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today we are talking about the lack of buffer in complex systems and what this has to do with your day-to-day -day work. Some time ago, I was seeing something about why, you know, train systems break down. And it was from a mathematical perspective, very, very interesting. And there was some further research about it then that was you know, generally about complex system. And this episode is about this topic because we work in complex system. You know, we can't see what's going on. We can't foresee what will change. There's always something, you know, new coming, there's projects dying, there's updates coming, there's, you know, whatsoever, and, you know, your supervisor might chime in and give you a new, uh, new task. So we are working in a very, very complex environment. And what does buffer have to do with it? Well, obviously, yeah, the more buffer is in the system, the better it works. But do we really plan for it? How much buffer do we need? Stay tuned for these topics to be discussed later on. I'm producing this podcast in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the ever-growing video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. Head over to psiweb.org more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to another episode and again it's with Benjamin. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks Alex. So how are you? You have a complex day today? <laughs> <laughs> Actually at the time it's not that complex but usually when we work there's a lot of kind of shifting things around isn't it kind of you have a couple of different projects yeah. you have you know things that move out things that move in always in uh, <laughs> and usually everything at the same time yeah. and then you know these people need to go crazy to kind of still meet deadlines and you know have work long hours and everything becomes hectic 
I was I was recently talking to someone and she was kind of oh it's so hectic and you know but I think if that is done this database log is done then it will get better and I was thinking didn't you tell me this the last three times we talked with each other it never became really better you see people in these organizations becoming kind of going crazy because, you know, there's one deadline after the other, there's, you know, one emergency after the other, and people are kind of firefighting all the time. Have you seen that? Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily firefighting. What, what I see more as a, let's say, like a constant threat is the the complexity of, of the studies that we are working in. So it is not necessarily that we are not aware of things or that, I mean, there's often something moving in, as I said, usually moving in rather than out. But And that, that again, is messing up the whole plan. Because mm. you, you have usually quite a good plan and, you know, overlapping maybe responsibilities or studies. And so it fits nicely. And, you know, as long as it fits, you know, there's no need for any support or escalation and, and everything is running smoothly, smoothly. People are busy. It's not that, that they're not busy or, you, you know, they're getting bored. It's just that they, they have a plan and everything works. But if one tiny piece falls apart let it be timelines or maybe something about unexpected data quality issues, anything that's you know, messing around your plants. It may get, you know, up to firefighting, I agree, but also just purely to, to unexpected overload in uh, or new tasks coming in that, that you haven't been planned in. You haven't been yeah. thinking about before. Yeah. And these kind of little changes, if you are, you know, have these complex systems that where everything works at, you know, top speed and things, then, you know, the systems crash. Mm. I once had this when I was going to the PSI conference in Amsterdam. And um, I went by train and the first train, I had had 11 minutes delay, you know, not a big thing. If you think about, you know, uh, a three hour train ride. Yeah. Unfortunately, I only had 10 minutes to switch the trains at that station. So, and then instead of having a 11 minutes delay, I had a two hour delay. Yeah, because then I needed to wait for the next train. And so this, if you, something, you know, little goes wrong in complex systems that can multiply quite a lot. Yeah, and, and, and you know, giving for, for the example of the trains, it's not that, that the system ideally doesn't work. So if there's nothing breaking down, if there's no, you know, cow on the on the tracks or whatever you know it's everything is going smoothly it works so it's well planned and it's well organized and it's not that the i mean it could be probably it's probably room for improvement and you know it's, it's always funny if you for example go 
to Switzerland and they, they start apologizing for a three minutes delay where you always think coming from Germany, it's like, <laughs> why, why, what exactly are you apologizing for? So it's kind of, you know, it's their different system. It's different, it's, but, but in general, it works in, in general. Yeah. But in that case, if it's, you know, 10 minutes, 11 minutes delay by 10 minutes gap that yeah. you usually had, um, it's breaking down. Yeah, but it's also kind of, if you compare the Swiss train system with the German one, the German one is, of course, much more complex. Yeah. yeah? And so this increase in complexity means that there is much more things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's just much more kind of rooms for error. Yeah, and for, you know, things like, I don't know, you know, a, a crash, an accident. Technical problem. Mm. Technical problem, yeah, weather problems, whatsoever. There's kind of thousand things that can happen, yeah. And then, you know, these kind of delays add up, yeah. See, and the same thing happens at work in completely the same way. You know, if you have uh, lots of moving targets and everything, you know, is, is working together and, you know, you have these uh, different studies that influence each other and, you know, the handovers, all the different people working on it, it's such, you know, overall study is complex and the overall clinical development process is even more complex. So, There's lots of, lots of moving targets. In terms of the German railway systems, that's actually an interesting thing because there was a mathematician in Germany that looked into these type of complex systems and did more kind of research in it. And he discovered that when you have, you know, a system and you uh, try to kind of get it as efficient as possible, yeah, by, you know, getting the everything kind of to, to maximum capacity, there is something interesting happens. So that, you know, up to 80%, 85%, you know, small problems don't, don't add up. They don't interrupt it, yeah. Yeah. But between 85 and 90%, something interesting happens. Um, any small problems then directly shoots the capacity of the system mm. beyond 100%. Yeah, because then all these different things add up, like in my, you know, two-hour delay thing with, with the ride to Amsterdam, one thing that fits to the next and you get this kind of domino effect uh, that's not stopped anymore. Yeah. And so same happens at work. If you full plan everybody to full capacity, yeah, you basically need to assume that everything works exactly like you have planned. Did it ever work exactly like we have planned? And we, you see where we're getting to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, it 
never works like you planned. Yeah. So uh, there's this famous quote by by Molke, Molke uh, a German general, who said, you know, um, your plan of attack never su survives the first contact with the major force of the enemy. Yeah. Uh, because then always, you know, things change. Um, and so planning is really, really important but completely kind of be dependent on exactly implementing mm. your plan leads to this. Yeah, and this, you know, you might, you might be wondering why if you say it adds up and will stress the system and even over overcome the, the capacity of the system. So how, how do we then actually manage to do it? And you recall that, that we quite often think about the peaks that in our workload And um, so we, we are mm -hmm. in a kind of the lucky position on, you know, unlike the, the Dodge Bahn or you know, any other train is that we have overcapacities, natural overcapacities, which is overtime usually, or, or maybe just, you know, the putting something aside, which is less important for the moment and saying yeah. that is, you know, not, not as important. So we'll do this next week and, you know, You, you see that this is leading to the next problem, but in, in uh, you know, that's, that's the firefighting activities where we then start. But in reality, we are quite not completely comparable with, with, a, with a barn, with a train because of the, of the type of capacities that we, we yeah. have flexibility in. However, this is also only li like limited because it's, you know, there's no unlimited overtime or no unlimited peak that we can work on. And everyone is expecting some peaks. So it's nothing that we are, what we are talking about today is nothing surprising. So, I mean, everyone is doing this on a, in a day to day business, kind of working on, on the things. So, which, which are, may come up with a higher, you know, on a higher peak than expected, or maybe a peak in general. So it's, you know, as, as you said, it's, it's nice that mathematician proves something at some point and they might be right, but we all know it already. It's, you know, it's not that, it's nothing, to, yeah. we all know it already. We all know it already, but, but yeah, but it, you know, the, the important point here is that we get into trouble if we plan from these kind of deadlines perspective only. Yeah. So kind of, okay, here are the different deadlines. And then we plan our capacity in such a way that we will be able to kind of just in time deliver to all these different deadlines. Yeah. If you think about the Eisenhower metrics of important versus urgent. Yeah. You have these four different quadrants, important, but not urgent, urgent, but not important, urgent and important, yeah, and, and so on, yeah. And so, of course, you don't want to, well, you never work in these not urgent, not important things, yeah. If you work only on the things that are important and urgent, yeah, hmm. then you'll get into trouble. So I think you need to have kind of the capacity that you work quite a lot in the important not yet yeah. urgent things yeah and if you have that area then you are in a really really nice spot yeah and so have an overall plan that works like this and that also then allows you to 
you know, have this buffer because you have this buffer basically in this urgent, important, not yet urgent things. Yeah, and I think yeah. you also have to convince sometimes people or even companies to think about this system because the, the argument of saying, you know, I plan in the buffer for things that we are not expecting is usually being pushed back and saying, well, I mean, then plan better, you know. Plan, plan the unexpected. <laughs> so because we can't, we cannot afford. So if, if you see that there is you plan in a gap of a day, everyone is saying, why didn't we the day? We will, we would like to have it one day earlier. You know, it's, it's too important to wait for another day, just, just in case. And so, you know, come back to the example of the mathematician. It is, um, you know, that, that's one of the key roles of a statistician in general to convince non-mathematician of problems. That, that they see and, and the risks. And yep. I think that is something we definitely need to pick up at some point and demonstrate and giving the example of why we need to have this extra day. Or it is just the experience that, you know, we, we've been through hundreds of studies and trials and deliveries and whatsoever, and none of them you can compare with another. None of them. So it's all different. Yeah. All different challenges. I mean, there are overlaps, obviously, but it's in general, whatever is pushing you back in the delivery, it's something different and you have never experienced before. Otherwise, you would have thought of it. So otherwise, you would have planned it in. Yeah. And I, I don't know, that's the nature of our work environment. Yeah, you have always kind of new people joining. You have new study design features you have new up or updated processes or all these kind of other things that can happen yeah like covid <laughs> whatever yeah so um there's just plan for these unexpected things yeah and then if you see that you still have time you can work on the important not yet urgent things yeah And that will always help you to kind of get this stress out of the system and will, you know, make sure that you are satisfied with your work and you have less these heroic, oh, we worked a complete weekend kind of thing to meet the deadline on Monday, yeah, which, you know, we shouldn't, you know, actually, you know, honor that this kind of business that's that's actually bad management if you need to do that on a continuous basis then it's actually bad management yeah and also like a, like a, just a just a tip for proposing this is you know to don't don't do this on an extra single day to give extra as a buffer so plan it in in every step of the timeline so it's not very obvious it may be a day longer and you know it also it's kind of no i mean it's you know if you yeah. if you plan this too offensive um or too open with the with the with the buffer this is always falling back on the study team saying well i mean you are very unorganized if you plan in an extra day so you should be better organized and plan so that's why but be realistic be realistic in a way that is something that i it's usually very very nice and very you know, I, I laugh about people is that they're thinking very positive and that's including myself. It is really that we think, well, yes, that should be manageable and we'll manage it. Don't worry. 
So it's kind of, you know, being, being convinced that you, you do it. It's no, but, but, you know, just stop, stop here. <laughs> yeah. It's a bias. Exactly. It's a, that's a, that's a bias. That is a clear bias. Yeah. That is, and it's well documented. We always overestimate, you know, how, uh, how fast we can be, how great we are. Yeah. In the short term, yeah, in the long term, we usually underestimate. Yeah. So we overestimate what we can do in a day or in a week or things like that. Yeah. We underestimate what we can do in three years or five years. Um, and, but as we plan in these days and weeks time frames, yeah, you know, we usually overestimate. Yes. Yeah? Look at your to do list that you write in the morning. Yeah. Do you always complete it? Yeah. So, um, no. And that's why, you know, went back to, I want to just complete three really main important things to call this day a success. Yeah. Because otherwise you're always depressed. Yeah. So plan in your buffer. Yeah. Depending on the system that you work with, you know, if I also worked in systems like with, um, How is it critical chain management where uh, you actually have buffered and unbuffered uh, timelines? Um, if you need to kind of send back your timelines, do it. Yeah. Because that will help you. And then you can, you know, front load your work and see kind of where you can better manage things around. So, that in most of the cases, you don't need to go into this heroic last minute. And also, I mean, involve your fighting stuff. supervisor um, in, in some cases. But I know that, that especially in, in our business, that we don't often get pushback on, on suggested timelines for whatever reason. So my, maybe they're unre unrealistic, but they're sometimes just not understood correctly. And if you need to support, you know, talk to your supervisor, get people involved that that act as a i wouldn't i wouldn't even call it escalation but just first point of escalation outside the study team so where somebody more objective can give examples or justify timelines or just talk to the client on a different level and that will help often you know not necessarily but that is something at least where you can where you can work with and get a better yeah. um don't don't Feel or don't let the pressure of individuals or you know these clients or study teams um, uh, destroy your plans if you plan in a buffer. So if you plan realistic, that's something. I know. I know it's difficult. It's, we are so so time driven and and any you know all around the pharmaceutical industry with getting medication in a market or a publication out or whatsoever it's all driven by timelines so there's a pressure yeah. no doubt but still you know we it's better to have an extra day and make it that extra day rather than you know having it uh, a week delay because of unexpected things and then you know people not being available and review etc and really having a big issue so I think that was a really, really important episode and because it's coming up on a continuous basis. Yeah, it's nothing that's going to change. It's, you know, you will always need to fight for it. 
Yeah, it's not like you once implemented and then it's done. It's something that you need to con continuously work on, have in mind, um, because the pressure will be always there to kind of shorten things. And whenever you plan, you might fall into this cognitive bias of uh, planning for everything moves smoothly, which of course doesn't. So talk to you next time. Have a nice week. Bye-bye. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain, who helps with the show in the background. And thank you for listening. Please tell others about this show if you like it. If you found this episode to be something you want to share with others so that they also plan buffer into their projects, into their daily actions, into their monthly actions, then share this episode with us. I would love to benefit from this learning for as many people as possible. Reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician. <laughs>